What's up, Hogland Nation? You know we gotta tell you about Mr. T's Tuxedos. Do you or someone you know have a wedding, formal, prom, or big event coming up soon? Well, lucky for you, we have you covered. Mr. T's Tuxedos has the best suits and tuxedos in the area, and will have you looking your best for your big day. With their main store located in Minersville, PA, they also offer fitting services located in Center City, Philly, as well as on-site fittings at your preferred location. Make sure to mention that Hogline sent you when you visit in-store or reach out with an inquiry. To take a look at their catalog and for more information on all that Mr. T's Tuxedos has to offer, visit MrT'sTux.com. That's M-R-T-S-T-U-X.com. And remember, you only have one shot at looking your best. Be sure to take it with Mr. T's Tuxedos. What's going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside my co-host, Jack Manis and Andrew Schreffler. Welcome back, folks. We, you are listening to the 208th episode of the podcast. Week 8 is approaching the NFL. We have a couple... Uh, we have a new segment for you. It's not a segment, but it's a little... What would you call it, Jack? You came up with the idea. It's... Exercise. exercise um in as you see i'm gonna make it the title episode seeing the title episode we are ranking quarterbacks quarterback quarterback power rankings in five years 2027 uh an idea inspired by i feel like there's a lot of uh i feel like the tides are are changing in in the in the landscape of nfl quarterbacks tom brady is sh- showing his age Aaron Rodgers, um, Matt Ryan got benched for Sam Ellinger, Kenny. Uh, that's all I can think of, but that's a lot. And I, uh, yeah, so I feel like it's uh, it'll be interesting to see a quarterback rankings that like doesn't have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson stinks now, so that's another thing, another reason too. So yeah my inspiration behind it. Yeah, exactly. A changing of the guard uh, is, is what is what I would call it for sure. Um, and we have no Eagles around the week. They were in a bye. Um, Jack didn't want to, but the Phillies made the World Series. Sorry, Jack didn't want to talk about it is what I meant to say. The Phillies made the World Series. Yeah, we're not talking about it. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to sure? say... I don't know. I, 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 as I don't want to root for the Astros, but I, it leaves me with no choice, so I have to do it. It's, it's a real tough position you guys have been put in. Yeah, not ideal. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. World Series starts on Friday. Um, I feel like I had something else to say about it, but oh well. Jack shaking uh, his head. Wait, I have, I, I have someone fun to say that Jack and I were talking about it before, but it also pertains to the NFL as well. But Philly's going to be in for a for a heck of a week. So it goes uh, starting on Friday. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, Phillies uh, in Houston. And you're going to go Sunday in Philly, Eagles game. Then you got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Philly, World Series. Then you got the Eagles in Houston Thursday night for football. 
and you got Phillies in Houston if there's a game six and seven. So what I'm hearing is Eagles going a two-game losing streak to the Steelers and Texans, and Phillies get swept. Certainly in the realm. Of, <laughs> certainly in the realm. That'll be of an awesome six days. <laughs> certainly, certainly in the realm of possibilities. We're not going to discount it, but I, I, I certainly hope not. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what the odds on that one would be, but <laughs> t- 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 we you could par- parlay an Astros sweep, Steelers money line, and Texans money line. I don't know if that's even possible, do but uh, I, don't, yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Very active time for Philadelphia sports. The union are in the Eastern conference finals too. So give a free coming up Philly right now. Jack, Jack doesn't care about soccer. Um, (laughs) but okay. So we'll talk about the Steelers now. Uh, uh, and I guess we can parlay that into a little bit of a week eight preview. I didn't ever talk about the Steelers. Oh, I I thought we were, we don't, I prefer not to. Oh, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that then. I mean, you can briefly. No, I mean, it, it was frustrating. Um, I thought we, I mean, that was definitely a winnable game for sure. We had a chance at the end. Um, and it, it's something that it's a shame. I mean, you guys were talking about it while I was uh, indisposed. Uh, before. We hit, yeah, I, I, I was listening the whole time. I was just on mute. Okay. Um, but you know, I, I, it's a shame because if you don't, if people who just watch the box scores are going to look at Kenny's two touchdowns to his seven interceptions and they're going to think he's terrible, um, PFF still only has him credited with three turnover worthy plays. Um, so I, I agree with PFF. So, and you know, I mean, just because that's just, I feel like it's bound to regress. It kind of has to. I mean, you saw Tua. He had four or five turnover-worthy plays on, on Sunday, and he had zero turnovers in the game. So it just because, you know, it, it, there's a little bit of luck involved in a way. Um, and it's just a shame because, you know, he, he certainly did not play great because he, you know, he, 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 even though that they were unlucky, you still throw the turnovers. And it's a... Uh, at the end of the day, imagine what the final score is, and we didn't pull it out. We only scored ten points, and we had a chance to have a game-winning drive, and that didn't happen. But uh, you know, it's just—it's a shame. But we'll grow from it, and uh, we'll be better, and we're going to win on Sunday. Um, <laughs> another another minute to defend Kenny, I guess. Uh, X e- even amidst all the, uh, despite all the three interceptions and some drops last night or Sunday night, he still completed 72% of his passes and is, I know he's only played four games, but he has the rookie completion percentage record. So that's going to be, I'm going to be low key rooting for that the rest of the year. Um, he's still accurate. Uh, and I really do think he played well, excluding the uh, last two picks uh, in the fourth quarter, which I mean, yeah, that's a big exclude. Um, I was talking to Shref pre-record, but his first fourth quarter pick, it was third and one. He got the first down with the QB sneak. That gets negated with a stupid penalty, gets pushed back even further with another stupid penalty. Uh, so it's third and 16, and then he forces the throw to get the first down that gets picked. So 
those two penalties don't happen, he could have possibly finished off the drive to put us up a score or put us up a point. Last one, they said in post-game press conference, it was a miscommunication with Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson went uh, straight vertical to the back of the end zone, and Kenny thought he was going to be quick out in the pylon. Um, yeah, so, I mean, whatever. Those are interceptions. There, You can fault him for that, and I don't blame you. I still think he had a great game otherwise, and Matt Canada is our enemy. And I guess that's it. All right. We'll leave it at that then. Um, yeah, two and five. Not something we're used to. But, hey, season's still still not even halfway over yet. So we'll see. Steelers and the Obagoyas don't back down. Power back down. Time. Yes. Um, all right. So we're here to rank, as Jack prefaced, uh, the top 15 quarterbacks. No, we're doing 10. Oh, we're doing 10. No, so we each came with our own independent list, and I'm going to create an aggregate ranking that we'll be posting um, of our top 10. Now, I asked you each to have your top 15 just so in case, like, to help for the aggregate rank, to create an average rank, so at least we have these players ranked if we leave them off our top 10. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Um, Sounds good. So we're starting at 10, then. Yeah, it's the same way we did for our, uh, our NBA player power ranking. So I think, we, I think we did 15 then. But anyway, let's just do 10. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I understand. Um, all right, so you can go first, Jack. It was your segment idea. So Number 10. I have a college player at 10. I have CJ Stroud. Okay. Any reason he'll, why? He'll be 26 then. Uh, I usually don't like Ohio State quarterbacks because they're never good. Uh, but maybe I am recency biased because Justin Fields beat the Patriots last night. So uh, maybe they can turn out to be all right. I think CJ Stroud's a better prospect than Justin Fields. Um, I like his size. Uh, this is going to sound weird, but I like that he isn't really a running quarterback. He's one of the quarterbacks that, like, can run, but it's not like a trait of his game, and which speaks to how good of like a passer he is. So, yeah, that's why I have him there. Okay, Chef, where did you have Stroud ranked, if if any? If you uh, have him you're... ranked ahead of that, then don't say it. Okay, oh, he's he does. To mute. Okay, I have him at eleven, so pretty pretty okay. close. All right. Or should she just reveal now what he has? No, let's wait. Let's wait. Okay. Give it a surprise. Uh, my number 10 is Lamar Jackson. Okay. Wow. Shref is surprised. I don't mind it. The it, It's a little higher than, or a little lower, I guess, than I thought. Than I would lower meaning you think Lamar Jackson should be said later in this episode is what you're saying. That is, that is exactly what I mean. Shref, I have Lamar Jackson at 16. Whoa. Heck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit more biased against running quarterbacks in this ranking because typically their athleticism will d- lessen as they get older. Um, he'll be 30 
in 2027. So, um, again, he's still. I still think he's a top 10 quarterback on the lower end. I mean, where would Lamar be right now? You know, like, I don't know. Is he really? I mean, I, he's higher than 10, but is he really that much higher than 10 right now? I'd say put him in like the five to seven range. So he's only dropping a little bit. And I would um, say five, five. I mean, for you, yeah, five, five to 10 makes a lot more sense than five to 16 does in five years. Yeah. I just so, don't. I'll speak to with my ranking real quick. I mean, I, I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's really good right now. Um, well, the past like two or three weeks, not really. I guess you could put him on the back end of the top 10. I just think it's, uh, Mitchell said at the running quarterback, like it's going to cause him to fall off quickly. Like he's already had injury issues last year. And I believe he's been banged up throughout his, uh, what four year career. That's just the nature of a running quarterback. And I think that's going to like what happened to Cam Newton. He, he's only like 30 right now, 31. And like, I I'm envisioning Lamar Jackson in 2027 kind of being like uh 2019 cam newton like which that was his last year on the panthers well before he went back but his think of him the year before he went to the patriots like i'd have to look back at the numbers but like he could be a, a middle of the pack nfl quarterback just kind of a little erratic and just banged up because of all his usage. I mean, and Lamar Jackson probably, I don't, I should have looked at the numbers, but probably has had more usage on the ground game uh, so far in his career. I'd imagine he does. Uh, it's a shame. I I mean, I know he's in the, our division, but I do like rooting for Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great guy and a, and a fun, one of the most like exciting quarterbacks in the league, players in the league. Just, I think that's just what's going to happen. He's going to fall off quick. Yeah, I don't have too much else to say. I just take Jack's opinion and Make I don't it a know. Less extreme. A little less extreme, yeah. Who's your number ten, Tress? Uh, fun way to start it off. My number ten is, uh, I guess, at this point, twenty-nine-year-old uh, Jalen Hurts, kind of mm. number ten. Wow. Um, and felt right for me. I think. Uh, obviously the, the Dallas game I talked about a little, there's, there's still some clear things that need to be worked on. The reason why he's sitting at 10 for me, um, it's impossible to deny the jump that he's made from last season to this season so far. Um, it's clear that he is, uh, a workaholic when it comes to this stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean the running ability at 29 probably won't be as good as it is now, but you have to imagine that he'll still be able to run. I mean, it seems like he... Uh, takes care of his body very well. Like, I mean, we've seen the videos of him squatting like, like seven hundred pounds or something like that. Like, he, he's built to last it, even as a running quarterback. Um, and I mean, we're, we've seen it from year one to year two. The accuracy is getting better. The decision making is getting a lot better. He's been taking more control of this offense. And then also, as we go on too, for me, a big thing when it came to these rankings was thinking about the team that they're going to be on, the system that they're going to be in for this amount of years. And assuming that the Eagles do decide to bring Hertz back on a deal um, and Sirianni's staying around and they keep the same kind of system, there's no reason why he can't uh, continue to ascend. Um, if we're talking this season, like there's arguments that like this season alone he's been a top 10 quarterback, but if you're thinking right now, overall, I think it's probably still too early to, to do that. 
team in general has just been incredible, but I think him as a player can definitely hit that top 10 within five years from now. So Jalen Hurts, number 10. This is a perfect transition because, Trev, I have him at nine. That. We're on the same. Actually, Jack, you know what that's a perfect transition to? I have CJ Stroud at number nine. Oh, okay. So we just switched CJ Stroud and Jalen Hurts. That's yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And yeah, I don't really need to echo anything really you said. I agree. Well, like if he got his passing numbers up a little bit, um, which maybe that'll happen in a couple years, throughout the next in, couple uh, years. But perfect example so far this year. Like the first thing we that we talked about with him this year was like, oh, he's like he he might not ever be like that that like completing like two thirds of his passes guy and that he's been that so far. So like, right. It's clear that he's worked on things that we assumed that he should work on. So it, it, it's a good sign moving forward. Mitchell, I, I do you have, Jalen? I'm not going to no comment. comment yet. All right. No, comment. I'm not going to comment yet. I like that. Um, yeah. Okay. I know Shreff will like that. So me and Shreff revealed our nine. Mitchell, who is your nine? My number nine is Kyler Murray. Okay. Um, he, I just have him a little slightly higher than Lamar Jackson. Um, he's a better thrower. He is not as um, gung ho about running. You know, I think he he could follow a Russell Wilson type of mold, as opposed to a Cam Newton type of mold. Um, and I know Russ is kind of having his sh- shortcomings right now, but he is 34. And five years, Kyler Murray will be 30. So he'll still be, I think, athletic enough to make plays, but can rely on his arm a little bit more. And um, I, uh, who knows? Maybe he'll be on a different team. I hope by then the Cardinals have different management and serve the head coach position. So Wait, Kingsbury uh, is signed to 27, I believe, as of this March. So. Yeah, no shot he lasts that long. So um, I think Kyler will either be on a different team or um, will certainly have a different head coach and offensive coordinator by that time. So I think he'll continue to flourish, and um, I think nine's a good spot for him. I, I'm. Do you guys have him lower than that or higher? If higher, you don't want to say. What do you think? Chef is going to not comment. Uh, no, I am going to comment. Uh, he is barely on the outside looking in. I have him at number 12. I have met 13. Okay. So I, again, naturally, I feel like I'm the high guy in Kyler Murray. He, um, he was a guy where when I first made the list, he was like further down, honestly. But then I, I felt like I was kind of thinking too, like in the moment about like the Cardinals as a team. And then I kind of sat back and thought, I was like, no, he's higher than that. So like 12 that that range is good for him yeah for sure um okay so we all have we all revealed our nine jack who is your eight i got 29 year old kenny pickett oh man (laughs) um i mean yeah i it's no secret i believe in him i am putting a lot of faith in the steelers organization to work some things out and primarily just replace the offensive coordinator, bring back, reunite Kenny and Mark Whipple. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't need to talk how much more I love Kenny Pickett. I, yeah, I mean, okay, being realistic. And I saw 
I saw Colin Coward say, or I don't know, I think comments under this Colin Coward video. Colin Coward last night talked about like his, his interception. He's like, hey, Pittsburgh, this is what you want for your rookie quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. He brought up the Peyton Manning, 28 interceptions rookie year. Josh Allen took some years to develop. And it's true. And I don't think Kenny is, his ceiling is MVP candidate and MVP Peyton Manning, Josh Allen. I think like a reasonable expectation is like a Matt Ryan level quarterback, like can be top 10 and like can be enough to win your Super Bowl. I know Matt Ryan didn't win a Super Bowl, but you know what I mean? Like of that talent Ryan level. Ryan won MVP. Right. Okay. Well, I guess that was a really bad example because Matt Ryan didn't win a Super Bowl and won MVP, but I think you get what I mean. Um, maybe Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know. So, yeah. Hey, uh, just the fact that uh, a little, that I know that Daniel Jones isn't lighting the world on fire, but the fact that he's leading a team to a six and one record so far, um, when many people wrote him off and it took him this is what Daniel Jones's fourth season now. Um, that gives me hope because I think we can all agree that Kenny should be better than Daniel Jones. Yes, um, yes he has a lot more promise than him. So, you know, looking at the Giants season kind of get, uh, provides me with some optimism. I'll just leave it at that. Um, Treff, where do you have Kenny Pickett? I assume you don't have him higher than eight. So, I, I do not. You guys are gonna ranked. Dis- you guys are going to be disappointed in me. I have him at uh, I have him at sixteen. Okay. I have him at 16. I have him where Jack had Mr. Lamar Jackson, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Lamar's uh, MVP, so that's fine. <laughs> well, hey, there you go. If, if you want to look at it that way, for sure. Uh, you know, I absolutely adore Kenny. Um, for me, I, I think kind of what Jack said is like kind of my thought as well, where like as much as I do love him, I think it's just like, you know, you, you just kind of know like he is not going to be a guy that's going to like put the team on his back and like bring you to where you need to be. Like he's going to fit. He's going to do his job. He's going to do his part. And that could definitely turn into a very like efficient and successful career. But I was going through my list. I was trying to rank it based on I thought was going to like, kind of, you know, be able to push the team further than maybe they're supposed to go sometimes. So that was my thought. Okay. Mitchell. uh, I have him at 13. Okay, okay. so Mitchell and I were, were in similar directions. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with being the 13th best quarterback in the league. I mean, if you look at it, like, you know, I mean, I think you can win with a guy like that. You'd have Matt to have a- it's all It's all coaching base when it comes to guys like that. You could be the, you could be the, whatever, a top, you could be the 13th best QB in the league, but if you're in one of the top systems, all of a sudden you're talked about much differently. Exactly. That's Stafford. Sure. Yeah. That's a, yeah. It's a decent example. Um, yeah, for sure. So, okay. Uh, Shreff, who's your number eight for you? Uh, I think I'm going to be a little lower on this guy, possibly. I have Trevor Lawrence at number eight. Okay. Jack? Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. My bad. No, no, no. no Trevor, I have Trevor at 11. Okay. I have I have Medate as well, Shreff. So oh, perfect. We're right here. So much yep. better. Yeah. I think I think for me where this came from, like if you it if we did this, if we did this episode like a year or two ago, I feel like we all would have put him like third or something like that. 
Yeah, I agree. The the excitement coming out of college was like on like those like I, I think a lot of people were always like best prospect since luck like you know that was like it was a foregone conclusion like like this is the, this guy is gonna be a guy for a long time and I'm not saying that he won't be I mean five years from now he will only he'll be 28 so like you could argue like right right in the middle of the prime at this point um, I think so far what it's been for me is it just it doesn't seem like the just the overwhelming like success and skill that he showed in college. It just hasn't quite translated yet. Um, seems like decision-making has been a little rough. Uh, obviously like last year, it's, it's always going to be tough to, you know, talk about it when you're put in a situation like he was put in for the first half of that season. Um, but even so far this year, like it seems like there, there's some turnovers still there. Um, and yeah, it just, it, he just hasn't been as, exciting as I think we all thought he was going to be. So, I mean, I still think he he's on the on the he has the trajectory of being a top 10 quarterback. I just don't know if doesn't seem so far like 5 years is going to be enough time for him to get from here up to like a top 3, especially just considering the level of other QBs there. So, 8 8 felt right. That's a good assessment. Uh being in Jacksonville now, I've gotten a good pulse of like how they feel about Lawrence. And I mean, we're only like seven weeks in, but I feel like Jags fans are getting a little impatient. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, we're a year and seven weeks in, but I think it's universally agreed upon that year one for him was a wash with Urban Meyer. Um, I mean, to assess his years so far this year, um, kind of up and down, like when they Jacksonville was on a high after when they were at two and one those two weeks against when they blew out the chargers and they blew out the Colts. Like Trevor was, he was playing good for sure. And like the best games of his career so far, but like they still weren't like light the world on fire. Like he was being, he was making good solid throws. Uh, I think the system really showed that those two games, like he was like, operating under a really good system and that's how he was finding his success and i still think that part of his game can be unlocked the potential like carrier team like what we think he could be so for that reason well i am at 11 a little lower than you guys but i understand him at eight it's just right now like if you if he wasn't trevor lawrence didn't have this potential that we all know of i think like he he would just be like milk toast <laughs> he would be, he would be milk toast you're right but for that potential that's fair and he's our highest rated quarterback so far do you guys want to hear do you guys want to hear um his 17 game pace for this season right now Love to. oh i knew it okay yeah i paced so, this out in like week three or four but it's probably okay. a little lower now can i guess real quick you guys can both guess, sure, if you'd is like. Is it like four four thousand yards, twenty nine, uh, twenty eight touchdowns, and like ten, eleven interceptions? Okay, Shreff. Yeah, I don't mind those guesses. I feel like four thousand, maybe it uh, be a little bit higher, like four thousand, like two hundred, and then. I go less on touchdowns, like 25 touchdowns and nine picks. Yeah, you guys are you guys are pretty close. Um, 
4,145 yards, 22 passing touchdowns. Yeah, I was going to say, I felt like that was going to be low. 10 interceptions, but he's on pace for 204 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns. That's where, so, gets, that's where the value's been. I mean, I really think, like, those are very, I think those are solid numbers for a second year quarterback. And I think if he had Peterson in year one and he had a little bit better of a team around him, I think he could have put up those numbers as rookie year. Probably. Yeah, I think, I think next year is going to show a lot that right. for him and just for that team in general. Like, you know, it, it's always going to take a year to kind of get your, your system under, under wraps and everything. Like, I think that. I don't know. I know they're two and five right now. I think they can finish as a six win team. I don't think that's a, and and that's an improvement over last year. They were horrible last year. So just keep making steps. And then maybe, uh, in 2023, they can be a, uh, a team competing for a wild card spot. Whereas now they're kind of like in the, you know, in the, I don't know. In the hunt. No, they're like in the 10 to 13 range in terms of the AFC. But I think okay. next year they could be in like a competing for a wild card spot. Um, I also think he, they definitely need to get him a better weapon on the outside. Like I said, I before the season started, even after they signed Christian Kirk to like a mega deal, like he's a solid number two, like at best, and it's showing this year. Like they, they need a, a big threat to stretch the field on the outside. Like Kirk hey, operates best hey. in the slot. Zay Jones in the slot too, even though he's like six one or two. They just need a taller, faster wide receiver on the outside. I was gonna say, what do you guys think, Jordan Addison to Duval? Love him. He's not. I mean, yeah, he can play on the outside. He's not a big body, but that would be cool. I get separation though. Yeah, he he would help. He would help. But yeah, I get. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So we spent a lot of time talking about Lawrence there, but. (laughs) Uh, but, so uh, Mitchell, you're uh, we need Mitchell's eight. No, no, no. That's Trevor. Lawrence is his eight. So we, we all gave our eight. So now we're on to seven. Should I go? Right. Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, taking Jordan Addison's current quarterback. Wow, I have him at seven too. Whoa, let's I'm go. Not gonna, I'm not gonna talk. Uh oh, we are high on this guy, Caleb Williams, coming in. Oh my god, we're having fun. We're having so much fun right now. I thought that I thought I was gonna, I thought you guys were gonna have him like not even the top 10. I thought I was nuts. (laughs) All right, guys, we should we rename Hogline to the Caleb Williams podcast? I think we might have to. I think we might have to. Uh, he's showing a lot of potential. He beat out Spencer Rattler as a true freshman Oklahoma, doing um. meeting and maybe exceeding expectations at USC. He's looked very, very good. Uh, and he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. So, uh, yeah. Who wants to go next? Mitchell? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I, he's he's only six one, maybe 6'2". Right. Um, but he's not like Bryce Young, where Bryce Young is kind of like a stick. Caleb Williams is uh, more of a thicker quarterback. Um and I don't know. I, I think if he was in this draft class, I would I would take him number one clearly because you know I have him above those other guys projecting five years in the fo- in in the future. Um, but no, I like this one. I'm glad we're all on the same page though. That's pretty cool. He was the main one that I was I was wondering if I was going to be like way off base on. So I'm glad we're 
I can't believe it. I can't believe that Jack and I have him at seven. And then sure, if I, I assume you probably don't, you probably have him like either five or six, yeah. but it's hanging around. he's hanging around. Put him at um, one trip. That would be hilarious. That would be so funny. <laughs> Once we get through it, I'll tell you how how high I wanted to put him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this is this is fine because my uh, my seven is Lamar. How about that? Okay. All right. Um, so I wasn't like I wasn't you know the I was surprised that he was as low as he was on your guys, but like seven to ten isn't like a huge split, obviously. Um, I think for me, the reason why I kept him up this high, I I do agree that like obviously with the type of running that he does, where like it's it is like it's a part of the offense that's not going to change for a little while. But you know that that's obviously going to have some wear and tear on the body, and he's certainly not like the biggest guy in the world. So you can imagine that you know some some fatigue will set in eventually. But uh, for me, keeping him at seven is more of a reflection of. Assuming that he's going to stay in Baltimore, and I just I I'm always going to have trust in this in this offensive scheme with him. Uh, they've proven so far that it's it it it's going to work. Um, assuming Mark Andrews is staying around there for a long time, um, just I I feel like this with him in Baltimore, there's still at least five years of them being a a, a competitive football team. So I'm going to keep him at seven. There's certainly some other guys that will get to that. I think project better long term, but I still think five years is enough time for him to stay in that in that discussion. So seven felt felt good. Okay. No, yeah, that, that's certainly fair. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, seven to ten is not big of a difference. Obviously, Jack is in a different place with him, um, yeah. but but yeah. Uh, okay. So we all have our sevens then. Jack, who is your uh, number six? Uh, thirty-four-year-old Dak Prescott. Wow. Yikes! Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I'll go first. Uh, number fourteen on my list. You want to hear where he's on my list? Off your list? Not on it. Oh, what? Man. <laughs> Why? That I now that I feel like that's a little too low because I included some other guys in the uh. 14 15 range that I probably shouldn't have, but uh, yeah, he's not on my list, Jack. Sorry, I'm 14. I mean, he's good, he snuck in there, he snuck in there. I, I well, why'd you leave him the, off? Why'd you leave look, him off? I should have him at 15. I, I, so, you guys ranked your 20, I only ranked till 15. Um, but can I change it? Can I have him at 15? Yeah, you can have him. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to have him at 15 then. You mean it. I do mean it. I, I, yeah. Sorry. Number, my previous number 15, you're not on the list anymore. Can uh, we ask who it was or should we wait? <laughs> uh, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. Okay. One got booted. Okay. Dax officially at 15 on my list then. He's good. He's good right now. Yeah. It'll be 34. Quarterbacks yeah. are still good at 34. He'll still be an above-average quarterback. <laughs> you, yeah, like one spot above average, I guess, for you. I, I think we got to remember, what, what is he? He's, he's 20, 29 now? Yeah, he'll be 34 then. This is what we've gotten out of him recently, not just like what, what he is. What do you say? Wait, say it again? Guy, my, here's my thought is that like if, if we're ranking quarterbacks right now, 
Dak's probably. I'd say he's like eight, he's like. I was gonna say like seven eight range. I was gonna say eight to ten. So if we're thinking that way, and now we're tacking on five years, he's already getting up there in age a little bit just by. So yeah, Jack. Not like Jack, you think older... he's gonna? You think he's gonna go up three I spots? Can, I don't think he can get better over five years considering his age already. I more so just think he'll like sustain, and like older guys will just like be gone. Nah. Guys, though. Maybe it's a little high, but he's good. <laughs> I, I agree. He's, 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 he's a good quarterback. I agree. I just we're we're talking twenty twenty seven, man. Yeah, yeah. I just I just don't see how you could have him. I think if we all agree, he's about a, he's about a top eight to ten quarterback right now. I don't understand how you could have him higher than that in five years. Uh, he'll go off the rest of the season, then we'll reevaluate. Okay, I'm predicting the future. Okay, clearly. All right. Well, I'm glad I have him now in the top 15. So let's pretend that didn't happen. Um, okay. So who's your number? Shref's your number six? Yeah, Shref um, can go. My number six is the is the aforementioned stick, Bryce Young, coming in Whoa. at number six. Whoa. I'm high on Mr. Bryce. I'm I think that's egregious. High on Mr. Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jack Jack just goes. That's egregious. I'm at seventeen. <laughs> we're getting we're getting egregious at number six, I guess. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I split the difference. I had him at twelve. Okay, so. I'll take that. That's fine. Um, yeah, I think this is this is. Uh, to be honest with you, boys. This is just a vibes, a feel about him. Um, this is like it. He's like one of the first people that I feel like everyone's been okay with. One of the comments on him being like he just has that it factor. He, I I don't know why there, there's just something about him. I I, I know he's a, I know he's a little sticky. I I know he's a bit stickish, um, and and that's okay. We've there there's been a few guys that have come in recently that have shown that sometimes the you know you don't need like the, the all nat like the normal quarterback build we'll say, um, and yeah I mean he has obviously he got hurt uh, for a week uh, I believe just for a, a game but um, he's looked the part. The entire time coming into this season, everyone thought he would could be the number one pick. It doesn't seem like that stance has changed. Obviously, him and Stroud are kind of flip flopping, but I mean, if if we're projecting Stroud around that nine range that we had him at, I think Young seems like still the better prospect in my opinion. So I'm putting him at six. He'll be 26 years old at that point. Should be right in the smack dab middle of his prime, hopefully. Um, Bryce Young at six. I'm sticking with it. Sticking with my guns. I think he's a better player than CJ Stroud right now. I think Stroud's just a better prospect. Um, and I refuse to trust Alabama quarterbacks. Example, Mac Jones last night. And um, Jack, it's different this time. That's really it. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is jumping the gun, but two is supposed to be different too. And uh, it's interesting if I mean, no one mentioned him in this list. No, I don't think we're gonna have no one's gonna have top five. Hey, you don't know. Uh, so yeah, I just don't trust a Bama quarterback, and two is the best one so far, ever. Right? Nope. Number six is mine, and it's gonna be Jalen Hurts. Oh, I bitch. think of him as the Oklahoma, but but yeah, bitch. okay. Because Bama yeah. ditched him. He's Oklahoma. 
Nah, he, he won a national championship with Alabama. He's an Alabama quarterback. Well, he got benched there in the national championship. Yeah, but for a top win. Six the national pick. championship, but the national championship is a team win, Jack. Yeah, he's been for a top six pick, but how that top six pick turn out in the NFL? I know it's Tua, and we don't know yet, but like his career trajectory is not elite. Yeah, but anyway, Jalen Hurts is number six. That's um, fine. I think he'll he'll hold up because he's he's thicker. Oh, yeah. Um, What's with you and thick guys? <laughs> he is. It's true. It's just it's just a it's just a fact. It is a fact. Uh, and again, I think yeah. like a lot of his. His rushing prowess, like he'll he's still at that point, he'll be twenty nine. He's gonna be, I think, still an elite, like at least red zone goal line like runner. Um, maybe he won't be like getting. I don't know. I feel like that's not what he is now. Like he he just he's. I, I don't know. I trust the Eagles organization. Unfortunately, I wish they were more run like other organizations, the NFL, like I don't know, Cleveland and others, but. I uh, I don't know. I, I think he's going to be number six. I think he's still going to be good for still being his 20s, still really young. Um, and I, I think he at that point, I think he'll still have at least three to five good years of football left. I, I think number six is where'd you have him, Shref? I had him at 10. I had where'd him at nine. Have... OK, right. So I don't know. It's not too much higher than you guys, but yeah, not quite at a top five level, but. Yeah, that's clearly someone you can win with, and hopefully we don't see that for Mina Jack's sake this year. But uh, I don't know. I th- I think he could win a Super Bowl. Definitely. Heck yeah. Who is next? Do we all say our six? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. We're in the top five. Sheriff, who's your six? Bryce Young's my six. Yeah, I thought he was your five. Okay, I wrote down six. Okay, my bad. He's your right. f- Well, we all know who number... We should know who Shreff's number five is. Yeah, I, there, I'll just do it quick. Uh, number five is our is our sweet baby boy, Caleb Williams. Um, I don't know. I, I think it, I think part of it has just been like, I've, I've decided to watch USC games this year, at least as many as I can, just because of Jordan Addison being there. Same. And through that, I've I've inadvertently stumbled into like one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. I think he, <laughs> I don't it, it's I think it's it's something about those the Lincoln Riley offenses. We've seen so many like fun quarterbacks come through that. You look at like Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, uh, Baker, obviously, like just just so many of those like electric college QBs. And Williams has done all that, but also seems to show the tools that you need for the next level, and. I don't know. He's like he's, he's he makes the same like moves out of the pocket like Kyler does. He's like big, he's bigger than him still, and he just has a cannon of an arm that he's he's shown off a bunch this year. Mm-hmm. But just like precision plus plus power, and like he's still and he's nineteen years old right now. So like we're still gonna get uh, what two more years of him in that offense? One, one more year, one more year in, in that offense. Uh, but it's like yeah, it's just seems like the sky's the limit for him and like i'll be honest like there i I think when i first made this list if i was trying to get crazy i I was almost going to put him at like three (laughs) oh (laughs) i i I like him a lot i think he's going to translate really well depending on where he ends up yeah hopefully not a jags urban meyer situation oh please no 
Yeah. Not our season. Sorry. Another sorry to go back to the Jags and the dysfunction of their 2021 season again. Um, but did you guys see that clip of Marvin Jones on that podcast today? Yeah. What happened? He just like the guy asked him, like, how quickly did you know that Urban wasn't gonna work out? He's like, Yeah, like second week of camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. You find that clip. Yeah, you, you should. I don't remember who whose podcast it was. I apologize to whoever that it. is, but um, but yeah, it was yeah, pretty funny. Um, okay, who's your number five, Jack? Uh I guess Shreff's gonna leave him out, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, regrettably I have Deshaun Watson at five as well. I so I think he's going to be very bad this year because everything that's going on. I don't think he'll be very bad, but he'll he'll show some rust. I think he'll be bad and like not great. Um he hasn't played football in a long time. Looked bad in the preseason. I know it's just preseason, but everything going on, he hasn't played football since 2020. So, like, he's going to be rusty. And to come back from, like, everything he's gone through, it's going to show. And I think it's going to show a lot of show on the football field. And before all this, like, he, him and Mahomes were, like, one and two. So, like, I think he'll regain some of his ability on the field to be, like, five which i guess is reasonable i don't know mitchell probably yeah. agrees you have at five yeah for the most part i think this year he mean what he'll play six he'll play six games i think he'll go like three and three in those six games um they've got houston uh cincinnati baltimore new orleans washington and pittsburgh i think um three and three four and two is a reasonable expectation for that i think he'll probably throw around like eight to 10 touchdowns and like, I think he'll throw like six picks. So not like, like he'll be fine this year, but yeah, he'll get it back. Um, I hope he doesn't. And I hope he never plays football again and he gets run out of town. Um, but I don't foresee that happening. I still think he's going to be a top five to eight quarterback. I think five is appropriate. Shreff, do you have him right? Like where? I do have him ranked. I uh, I I have him at thirteen. I have him at thirteen. Okay. Well, I um, hope you're right, Shreff. But I I I have him right in the same range as as Dak. Uh, I mean, he'll be you know he'll be he'll be thirty two, and like I like this is this is like an honest point that I felt that I thought about is like the stuff the stuff that he did like it's gonna follow him for the rest of his career like that like it's not gonna he, be like a one year thing. Right. Any opposing stadium that he goes into, even his own fan base, there's it's just gonna be either getting like made fun of or booed. And then even the home fans are probably gonna be like, I don't know what to do with myself right now. Like it just it doesn't seem like a formula that's gonna be able to translate long term. And like obviously that like I'm sure the talent is still there, but like Jack said, I, I do think a full year off and not via injury, just like not doing I mean, I'm obviously I'm sure like still training and everything, but just, <laughs> it's almost two years. Yeah, two years of just like not playing in the NFL, like I, it, I, I feel like it's going to catch up to him. Um, yeah, and that's I never want to talk about him again. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, if Jack and I are right, then we unfortunately he'll still be talked about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully he's closer to uh to Shreff's ranking. Uh. You, okay, we all have our five, right? Jeff, Joe said to Caleb Williams. All right, so four. 
So we should, like, yeah, like Jack said, the top four. Know what's going on here now. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, so this could go relative to click then. Who's uh, Jack, number four? Justin Herbert. Same. Justin Herbert. Uh, Look at us. We see we can go all the way through. Yeah, who's number three? Joe Burrow. I have Joe Burrow at number three. Joe Burrow. Number two. Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah. All right, we, we, we back up more. We did it. And Mitch Trubisky, number one. Mitch Trubisky slides in at number one. <laughs> no, actually, w- w- Shreff has Will Levis at number one. He's just yeah, he's, love- <laughs> he's in my Where's honorable Will? mentions. I thought. Where's I thought Will Mitch Levis ranked for everyone? Go. Say it again. Where's Will Levis ranked for everyone? I'm at nineteen. Mitch, you have him ranked. I mean, I only did 15, but I don't. I don't have him. I got him at 12. Whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs> is that a joke or is that serious? No, it's serious. I got a feeling. That's by far the most egregious. That's a... <laughs> why not? He can be good. I literally don't even think he'll be a top. I, if I did 20, I don't think I'd have him in the top 20. <laughs> All right, filibuster for like 60 seconds, and I'll have our aggregate rankings. Um, uh, do you want me to talk a little bit about the top four, Mitch? Sure, yeah, go for it. I mean, for me, Mahomes wasn't like I wouldn't say the easiest one in the world, but like it's still no matter what, like there there's nothing like him and like he keeps proving it. Like I feel like he as he continues to play, you'll have like a week where people like kind of forget about him or like are talking about someone else. Like right away next week he comes back and just like goes off, does something that you're like, Oh yeah, I almost forgot he's like he's still the guy. Um, I don't foresee this changing anytime soon. So he's he has a permanent number one spot for me. Josh Allen is more like a 1A, I feel like. Um, absolutely insane, just happens to be playing at the same time as what seems like one of the best QBs that we'll see in our lifetime. Um, bro, I put over Herbert. Uh, kind of what I said about Bryce Young. Bro just kind of has it, you know, in a way. Like, if I think right now and five years from now, if we're talking like big game, you're debating between Burrow and Herbert. I, I think you have to take Burrow in that game. Um, it seems like he just has that knack for big time moments. And I think also just thinking about systems, assuming that he's there the next five years with Jamar Chase, with T Higgins and with the, like all those guys, assuming that they smart and bring them back, like the sky's the limit for that team realistically. So Burrow good at three and then Herbert, I still really like, I think we're talking physical gifts. He's over Burrow, but Seems like if we're talking about like decision making and just like uh, just clutch factor in those big moments, it seems like Burrow has the edge. So that was that was my reasoning. But I mean, the top four I feel like is pretty set in stone right now. Yeah, I agree with everything you said about Burrow and uh, Herbert. Um, both great talents. I think they're pretty much equally talented. I just like you said, if I'm if I need to win a game, I'm picking Joe Burrow over uh, Herbert. Uh, in terms of Allen and Mahomes, I do think it's pretty much a coin flip. The only thing, the, the deciding factor for me why I had Mahomes won is um, pretty much what I said in the earlier part of this uh, little exercise that we did of how uh, Allen runs more, puts his body on the line a little bit more. So that's, that is like the, I guess, tiebreaker in my opinion. And, uh, you know, Mahomes has had, a little bit more success in terms of like personal accolades and team success too. So that was like my little tiebreaker if I had Mahomes number one. But I, I mean, obviously they're they're neck and neck. So 
if, if one of us had Allen over Mahomes, obviously we wouldn't bat an eye over that. So yeah, I would have understood. I, I I was more curious to see if if any of us were going to put Herbert at three over Burrow, but I'm glad we were all on the same page there. Right. Okay, Jack, do you have it all now? I do. Uh, so one Mahomes, two Allen, three Burrow, four Herbert. No surprise there. Uh, five Kayla Williams. Oh my gosh! Six Deshaun Watson. Boo! You're welcome seven. for pulling that down for you guys. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, seven Jalen Hurts. Okay. Eight Trevor Lawrence. Uh, nine CJ Stroud. And 10, we got a tie. So how do we want to settle this between Kyler and Lamar? Go. Who's going to crack the top 10? And who's going to be left off? This is a pretty big decision we have here. Okay, so we'll, let's, just do, let's just do a vote. Who would, like, uh, I, out of those two, I would, I would choose Lamar. I mean, Kyler's going to win because I have Kyler at 9 and Lamar yeah, at 10. right. And, and Jack, I think, had Kyler higher than Lamar. So I assume, uh-huh. I assume he did. So what do we do about this? Do we just do like, should we just do like tied 10? Just put them both there. I want to leave. I want to. I want. Uh... can do majority wins since, since you guys both had Kyler higher. I'm the we'll one do Kyler. Yeah. I guess we'll go. Kyler, we have rated as 9, 12, and 13. That's pretty more consistent than 7, 10, and 16 for Lamar. I'll say, though, when we, when we post this, if. If, if there's a bunch of Lamar comments, I that'll be for you guys to fight. That'll be your battle. No, no, no. It'll be for Jack to fight because I had Lamar at 10, so sure, I had him in my point. top 10. Jack is the And I love Lamar, Lamar. and I'll oh, be brutally oh, honest. Oh, I'm sure sure they can tune in to hear my, my thoughts. I still think he should get a contract this offseason, but give him a four-year deal. Mm. Okay. Um, so let then, me... Sorry. So, yeah, so, yeah sorry. we'll go through... Mitchell, you go through your 15 through who, who you had left off. Okay, so 11 was Stroud, 12 was Bryce Young, 13 was Kenny, 14 we didn't talk about at all, but I have Derek Carr at 36 years old. He's my 15. Okay. And then I had Dak at 15. The guy, okay. do you guys want to hear the guy I had on in place of Dak? Yeah. It was Justin Fields. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I, I think Dak is, yeah. I, um, yeah. Tre- should I go? Um, if Jack had Will Loves at twelve, I'm I'm ready to hear some wild stuff at twenty or something like that. So Trevor was my eleven. Okay. Will Levis was twelve. Yikes. Tyler thirteen. Tua at fourteen. Mitchell, you left off Tua. I did. Uh, fifteen. Derek Carr. Sixteen. Lamar. Seventeen. Bryce Young. Eighteen. Justin Fields. Nineteen. Malik Willis. Malik Willis. And then twenty. Desmond Ritter. Mitchell, you left off Desmond Ritter. Hmm. I, I, there's one guy we haven't talked about at all, and I think Shreff's going to have him, but we haven't talked about uh, him one bit. Actually, oh, know. okay. I, I think I know who it is, and I left him off. <laughs> actually, ahead, oh, yeah, I, I do have him. Um, <laughs> uh, I actually have Justin Fields at 11. I, I had him just missing. Wow. Him. Yeah, I'm, 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 st- I'm still high on him. The Bears', the Bears uh, scheme still worries me, but I, I still like him as a prospect. So I have him at 11, Kyler's at 12, Watson at 13, Dak at 14. Uh, <laughs> 
I have uh, I have Cade Klubnik at, at at fifteen. I don't even know who that is. Bro, what? <laughs> who is that? He's he's a true freshman quarterback for Clemson. Yeah, he in, he's the guy that the replaced DJ okay. over the weekend. Right, was I believe the number one quarterback prospect coming into this season. So you know, five years, man. <laughs> I mean, he's he'll be twenty three. He'll be like his second yeah. year in the league. Yeah, he'll be rolling. I'm telling you. All right. Uh, I mean, uh, okay. 16, yeah. 16. Well, sorry. Sorry. You haven't at 14. That's reasonable. No, I'll give no, it. No, I haven't 15. I haven't 15. All right. That's fine. Uh, 16, <laughs> Kenny. 17, Trey Lance. There he is. Yeah. yeah I can't Trey believe Lance, I left off. I just don't 17. know. Like, I, I'm just, I wasn't big on him to begin with. And like, he didn't show me much in week one. And now he's got a year long injury. So it's like a, not I a know. good formula. No, it's not. Uh, 17 was Trey. Uh, 18 was Tua. 19, go Will Levy sitting there at 19. And then I and then I threw in a fun random one just in case his name pops up. But do you guys know who Drake May is? Yeah, yeah. UNC. Yeah. I really like yeah. him, actually. You know what? Yeah, Maybe yeah, I should have put him on. He's, he's been, like, unreal this season. And he has. Yeah. Our Jack and I's alma mater is probably about to get worked by him this weekend. So we'll, so we'll get to see it up yeah. close and personal, most likely. But I just wanted to give him a shout out. Um, can I <laughs> can I give a reason why I'm big into Will Levis? Okay, it's gonna be so stupid, but you go ahead. Oh, I know why. I know why. Yeah, and Mitchell, it's even stupider than what you think is stupid. It's because it's... Will Levis loves mayo. <laughs> loves it. Oh he, yeah. He can't get okay. enough of it. <laughs> yeah. That get that bumps up like three spots for me. Yeah, it had to. <laughs> What's why do you not like him? He's gonna bust. He he could be good. He's he's been very good since at Kentucky. Some pro, some draft analysts have him as the number one quarterback to go in twenty three. Well, that's not right, and it's not Walter football. Yeah, Walter football kind of stinks, man. Wild. Yeah, Trip knows him. he's not great. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so that's that was that was fun. That was good. That was a good list we had. Time yeah. to donate some money. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we'll go through our, our donations for the week. All right. So last week to recap, I can pull it up real quickly. So I had a terrible week. I went 0 3. I had Bucks minus 10 and a half. They lost outright decisively to the lowly Carolina Panthers. I had Jags minus three. They lost outright to the Giants. And I had Chiefs 49ers under 48 and a half. The Chiefs almost exceeded that themselves. So <laughs> rough one. Yeah, not good, not good for me. Uh Shref had Jets plus one and a half. They won outright. Um Patriots minus seven and a half. That did not look good at all. Oh, I didn't have fun. And the Bucks Panthers under 40 and a half. That was a good one. Jack had Giants plus three. That hit. Falcons lost for the first time against the spread. They were six and a half point underdogs. They did not cover. But Jack made up for it in the same game, uh, had over 47 and a half in the Falcons, Bengals, and that hit. That brings our record to I'm still in first narrowly at 10 and 8. Shreff at 9 and 9 in second, and Jack at third at 8 and 10. So we are. Back to back Here. to back, right, uh, right next to each other. Very thin field here, and um, it's getting exciting. We're, we're approaching the midway point in the season, and uh, we are pretty much right there. So, 
same order though and we get to select who uh who we want i um this is tough because i only have two right now and i'm gonna have to make a spontaneous pick but with that being said i am hmm said sorry you know what i'm gonna switch things up here i'm gonna take my total first overall one one it is with it i am gonna take the packers bills under 47 and a half is that what fandle has can anyone confirm looking yeah 47 and a half. okay so i have another system stat for you i know that didn't go very well for um the bucks panthers last week i think i just uh, neglected the fact that the bucks aren't very good so um i should disqualify them right then and there however credit to lock and cash sports on tiktok once again over the last 10 seasons in games that have a nine and a half point spread or larger, the under hits 59% of the time. Uh, and this season, the system is nine and two. So in spreads that have had big favorites, meaning nine and a half points or more, uh, the under is hit nine out of 11 times. I think, and that's and that system of 59% over the last decade, I think is very comforting. Um, Packers offense definitely. No secret looks in disarray right now. I think the Bills are going to shut up down, and um, so I don't know. I, I it's the I think the second biggest total of the weekend. Uh, we all know how the scoring in the NFL has been way down this season as a whole. Um, so unders hitting like crazy. I think it continues here on on prime time. So I'm going with it. That's the only one I felt very confident in, and I just wanted to take it, even though. It's pretty unlikely that you guys were going to take it too, unless you were thinking about it. But yeah, that's my 101. Cool. Um, well, this is going to be pretty easy because you kind of explained everything that I would explain. But for everything that you said, I'm going to take the bills to cover that 10 and a half as, as my first lock. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the bills are. Oh, they are home for that game. Amazing. Um, yeah, I just it, it's been clear so far that this this Packers team, uh, I mean, missing Devontae, I'm sure has hasn't been helpful to them. But just both sides of the ball, I almost think in a way their their defense has been like almost more disappointing. I think I think if we were smart, we should have expected maybe more of a regression from that offense just based on Devontae not being there. But this defense just doesn't look very good as a whole, like just as a unit and. Um, Going against the Bills' offense probably won't help that, especially at home. Uh, so I think, like you said, I actually do think it'll be a more low-scoring game, but I think that's going to be more on the Packers' end. So I think the Bills are going to cover 10.5. Good point, Shref. Thanks. Um, my first one, I'm going to go with the Titans, minus 2.5. They're playing the Texans, and I know they're on the road at Houston, but I just still think they're better than two and a half points in the Texans. Uh, I feel like they're going to run away with this division now. Sam Ellinger is replacing a benched Matt Ryan. Colts give up. Jags are not looking great. Texans stink, so lay it on them, Titans. And it's Derrick Henry season, Mitchell. 
as I just acquired him in fantasy. So, um, yeah, Titans minus two and a half. You're gonna look for. You're gonna really enjoy those those Texans games uh, for Derrick Henry. So yeah. enjoy your uh, thirty points this week. <laughs> um, my next one. I'm gonna go with. No, I take the Falcons every week. I'm gonna go with the Raiders, not the Falcons. They let me down this week. Um. So that's a free pick for you guys. You could take the Falcons. But the Raiders minus one and a half against the Saints. Another road favorite uh, that I think is just better than the Saints. Saints are a little bit messy right now. Raiders are still fighting for their life after the slow start and looks like they gained some momentum against the Texans. Josh Jacobs is running really, really well and I think that continues uh, on Sunday. And yeah, that's it for you. I've had a weird vision of that game. The Raiders win in overtime. Take it as long as it's by two points, which, yeah, it has to be. If it's in overtime. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I like the Bills, and then the two that I was looking at were the two that you just selected. Um, wow. So I'm going to go to the other one that I was kind of looking at, but now I'm going to now I'm going to take it, and I'm going to have to have to love it. Um, doing the Sunday night game, I'm going to do the Monday night game as well. I'm going to take the Bengals to cover three and a half, uh, or to to uh, win by more than three and a half against the Cleveland Browns on Monday night football. Um, I think this Bengals team, it appears like they're maybe kind of starting to hit their stride a little bit offensively. Um, I think Cleveland has been kind of up and down this year. I just think, I, I don't know, I, I just think the horsepower of the Bengals offense is going to kind of uh, drive them it, it just seems like they're a team that's starting to get hot i'm gonna bet on the team that's starting to get hot and like i said this wasn't the pick that i was gonna go with but i'm just gonna trust in a i'm gonna trust in a team that i believe in so i'll take the ba- i'll take the Bengals minus three and a half okay did you guys hear that mm. no i heard a big beep was it, you guys didn't hear that Mm-mm. no Hmm. I must be hearing things. Sorry about that. Um, all right. So my first pick, my first spread pick, um, is going to be something that I went against last week against my gut, but I'm not going to let myself trick myself. Uh, once again, we're going with the giants plus three against the Seahawks. Is it plus three on Fandle? Hmm. Uh, yeah, Giants plus three. Yeah, I still think they're the better team than the Seahawks. I know the Seahawks are playing really well, way better than anyone or any of us thought that was possible. I thought that they'd have four wins all season, if that, and now they have four wins <laughs> through week seven. So that's pretty surreal. Um, but the Giants, once again, a road underdog, and I think they keep it rolling. Um, I still think they're a better team. And I think that Saquon's going to have a big day. Still don't believe in the Seahawks' run defense whatsoever. I think they're going to get exposed. And um, I think they... I love them getting points here. A good one. Because, I mean, I, I wanted to take them last week, but I just, for some reason, I'm just like, it feels like a trap. So I'm not letting 
you know, again, I say that now this is the week they lose by seven. So um, that's usually how it goes. But you know what? I'm, I, I would I'd be kicking myself if I didn't, you know, had a strong inclination. The Giants, where I feel like they should be favored in a game, are actually underdogs in the game. And I didn't take it two weeks in a row. And it, and it hit two weeks in a row, I'd be, I'd be kicking myself. So I got to go with it here. Um, so this next one, I don't have a pick, but I'm going to look at them right now and give you it. Um, I think I know where I'm going with, though. And um, Steelers plus 10 and a half, baby. Oh, I was waiting for it. I figured one. Last time you bet the Steelers is a big underdog. We won outright. Too many points. The other guys get paid to play football too. It's true. Too many points. You have three seconds. Give me Kenny's stat line. Go. 243 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, one rushing touchdown. All right. Steelers lose 27-24. Ah. I see. I'll take that. It'll be I could I could see that. I wouldn't shock. They'd me. give the Eagles their biggest or closest game of the year. Without the Cardinals, I'll take it. Ten and a half, too many points. Um that's my favorite line. My friend told me that when we when we beat the Bucks, because he was on the Steelers plus eight as well. He's like, the other guys get paid to play football too. I love that line. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, last one for me. I'm doing all primetime games, boys. Uh, give me the Ravens Bucks under 45 and a half. Um, primetime games. I mean, last night was a what was what did not hit the under, but overall the under's been been pretty consistent on primetime games. Um, short short rest week for both of these guys. Bucks offense looks to be in disarray. Um, Ravens obviously can can score uh, pretty frequently when they want to, but I I mean. This Bucks defense still has the names to think that they're gonna they're gonna be able to keep Mitch at, at bay a little bit. Um, I think at this point I might just keep riding Buccaneers unders until they don't hit. So we're gonna do it again. We're gonna go under forty five and a half. Yeah, that game's gonna be ugly. Yeah. Jack right. has yet to pick an under. Um. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's going to continue. It's going to continue with the Giants Seahawks. I'm going to go over 44 and a half. Okay. Vibes. Vibes. Your vibes are right on the... Uh, the another Seahawks under, uh, sorry, over a few weeks ago in week five. This time, um, Daniel Jones is the opposition. Yeah, and he's lighting it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, Saquon got to go off, score two touchdowns. May, then they got to throw for another one. Maybe Darius Slayton can catch one. And then the Seahawks got to have like three themselves and they still wouldn't cover uh then another <laughs> field goal yeah east team three touchdowns one of them gets a field goal there you go 
It's that easy. All right, there you have it, folks. Let me recap for you. I have the Giants plus three, Steelers plus ten and a half, Packers, uh, excuse me, Packers Bills under forty-seven and a half. Uh, Shreff has Bills minus ten and a half, Bengals minus three and a half, and the Ravens Bucks under forty-five and a half. And Jack has the Titans minus two and a half, Raiders minus one and a half, and the Giants and the Seahawks over forty-four and a half. There you have it. Uh, there could be some shakeup this week. Tight race. First, yeah, we don't third, separated by two games. Yeah, we don't have any um any head to heads. I don't believe, right? No. no, we have a couple from the same game. Right, uh, we but... have the giant. I have the Giants, and you have the Giants Seahawks total, and I have the uh, Packers Bills total, and Trev has the Bills on the spread. Uh, but yeah, none on none going uh, contradicting each other. So yeah, we'll see how it goes there. Um. All right, folks, thank you for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed our quarterback segment uh, there. And um, yeah, I think that was a fun, fun little exercise. So thanks for coming up with that, Jack. Next week, we'll do running backs. <laughs> oh, boy. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Let's do tight ends. Kickers. <laughs> oh, God, kickers. That would be wild. Um <laughs> No, it's predicting the top 15 DSTs in fantasy in 2027. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Let's, uh, let's end this. We're getting too wild here. Too goofy. Um, be sure to follow the show. Share it with your friends, your dental hygienists, and uh, anyone who you think may enjoy it. So please do so. Um, have a good week, folks. And we will catch you next week with another episode. See ya. Peace.